Welcome to Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for tabletopjournal.com. This podcast was originally published on the week of November 26, 2018 and runs for approximately 17 minutes. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. Hey everyone, it's Dave again, and I want to welcome you back to our new weekly podcast series called Seat Yourself. Seat Yourself is our 15 to 20 minute weekly take on the news and events going on within the world of hospitality tabletop. In addition, we've got a segment called 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Shannon Town, the well-known tabletop and buffetware category manager for Chicago-based Edward Don and Company, she answers a question of the week. This week's question involves trade shows and what Shannon looks for when she attends them. We know that many of you are already way down the road in the planning for the 2019 shows, and what Shannon tells you may help play a role in all your planning. So that's it. Let's get started. In our Trend of the Week report, a great article was published this past week in foodnewsfeed.com on the growth of breakfast in full-service restaurants. They cited Johnson & Wales instructor uh, Matthew Britt, who says that consumers are dining out for breakfast more because of busier and busier uh, lifestyle schedules, and that dining out for breakfast is continuing to be affordable for them. IHOP, Denny's, First Watch, all the, uh, First Watch, by the way, is a regional chain in the Mid-Atlantic. It seems to focus on freshness and fun. But all of these people, their business is continuing to grow. And, uh, it's a, it's a great business for them because it was, breakfast meal has simpler menus, uh, that translate to both lower food costs and easier training for the kitchening and serving staff. Uh, it seems like a natural place to look for a, a, a restaurant to increase their profitability. The article, uh, also cites a 19, uh, excuse me, a 2017 study that says that you, younger consumers are spending more on breakfast than their older adult counterparts. So uh, breakfast looks like it's going to continue to grow, and it's a lifestyle issue, and it's also a affordability issue. So lots of lifestyle trends indicating that this is going to be a continuing trend, and, and it's not just in uh, one segment or another, but it's, in, it's rising in all segments, from QSR to fast casual and on up to full service. So tabletop suppliers... It would seem to me to be, uh, it would be wise to position themselves as suppliers to that breakfast uh, meal segment and even to develop more products that work for innovation and creativity in breakfast menus. So uh, I know that there's some people that sell that product lines now, but really to position themselves as the source for breakfast menus and breakfast uh, concepts, that, that seeming, seemed to me would be a, uh, uh, a, a good place to be. And one final piece of good news for tabletop suppliers, the upstart restaurant groups in this category, in the breakfast category, in the startup chains, they're scaling at a faster pace than the legacy chains. So if you're, if you're not one of those uh, tabletop suppliers who are locked in with a long-term contract with a major chain, um, you have a chance now, a great opportunity to sell the local breakfast operator. Uh, well, that operator may still only have one, two, three, or just a handful of units and are looking to grow and you might be able to get in on the early stages and grow with them. So more opportunity, got to look for it, though, and uh, position yourself as, uh, as that uh, reliable source of supply, just like anything else. Edward Down and Company is out with a new magazine called Shift. It's their brand new trends magazine, aptly named to reflect the ever-present shifts in consumer taste. This magazine launched a little bit earlier in the fall, and it covers a wide spectrum of the hottest and emerging trends uh, from healthcare to home health uh, to high-tech delivery and, and a whole lot more. 
this new Shift magazine is approximately 40 pages and it features some really eye-catching visual style uh, and graphics that your readers are uh, really going to be liking and, uh, and stay pretty entertained with, I have to say. It's it's well done piece. But perhaps the most important aspect of it is a clear reflection, I think, that Don uh, uh, gives about their continuously trying to stay ahead of the food service market and to really to show their commitment to their customers to help them grow their business in new and innovative ways. Uh, in this first issue of Shift, there are articles on topics like healthcare dining, on sustainability, on buying locally sourced products, and even on the future of online ordering. But one of our favorites in the first issue is how to reach Generation Z. I mean, really, who knew 61% of Generation Z students would rather be an entrepreneur than an employee once they get out of college? So give your Edward Don and Company rep a call for their new copy, uh, for a copy of their new Shift magazine. I think you'll be glad you did. In the area of tabletop products, it's not a specific product that we're excited about this week. It's the new catalogs of a couple of companies whose products that we've received lately that really has our attention. First of all, we received the hard copy of the Hospitality Brands catalog, and all I can say is, wow, has this line evolved, this company's evolved. With nearly 250 pages now, wow, <laughs> it's amazing to even say that, of glassware, dinnerware, bar accessories, wood boards, and lots of specialty presentation pieces for both table, uh, the table in the restaurant and the buffet presentations. This catalog is amazing. This New Jersey-based company has come really a long, long way in a very short period of time. A couple of the favorites in the hospitality brands line that we like, first of all, are the nude wine glass series. We love the simplicity of the nude range, where it's not really over-designed, feels great in the hand, and also on the lips as you drink the wines. The other hospitality brands collection is, a, is an item that we've loved since we first saw it at Frankfurt a couple of years ago, and that's their Revival beer glass. Revival now comes in four sizes, from a small five-ounce tasting glass all the way up to a 20-ounce Texas-style beer glass. The Revival glass has a specially designed shape that has a flared lip. That flared lip helps direct the beer in your mouth, and it really accentuates all the attributes of your favorite beer. This is the glass that should spell the death of the 16-ounce mixing glass when it comes to serving beer. Trust us. Save that 16-ounce mixing glass for your soft drinks, your water, and your iced tea. But take a look definitely at the Revival beer glass from Hospitality Brands. So you want to check out their, their new catalog. Uh, you can find it online at hospitalitybrandusa.com. Another catalog that's just arrived is the Playground Collection catalog that we received from the team at Germany's Tafelstern Porcelain. We love Playground because it's essentially an has endless possibilities to mix and match materials from as diverse as porcelain and wood, from stone to metal. There are even pieces of glass and recycled leather in the playground collection. And heck, we even saw a few disposable plates and bowl items that mix in well with the other items from that assortment. So there's a lot of possibilities when it comes to playground, but you definitely got to check it out. Lots of texture, lots of color, uh, lots of shapes. We love playground and we think you will as well. Playground is a, is a collection from the BHS, BHS Tabletop folks, so it's available through Tafelstern and Bauscher, of course, who are their uh, subsidiary companies, but Playground is also available from BHS, BHS's other tabletop company, Schoenwald. And of course, in the U.S., Libby Food Service is the source for Schoenwald products. So no matter where you get it, you're definitely going to want to check out the new Playground catalog. And finally, here's the kind of story we love to see. 
From the esteemed Harvard Business Review, no less, comes a story about laughing more in the office and the benefits you can get from doing just that. According to author Betty Ann Hagee, a good dose of laughter in the workplace can be very helpful, and evidently from research from leading business schools like Wharton and MIT confirm this. Stress relief, freedom from boredom, and even increased engagement in the work you're doing are just a few of the benefits of laughter in the workplace. We've noticed a lot of seriousness has crept into the hospitality tabletop business lately, and we agree with the author that there needs to be a whole lot more fun happening, no matter whether you work in an office or a restaurant kitchen. We keep reminding folks that this is the greatest industry ever, the hospitality business. It's the happiest times in most people's lives that almost always includes food and beverage. And hey, it is the hospitality business, right? So stay tuned now for 60 Seconds with Shannon. In this week's episode, Shannon is talking trade shows and what she looks for when she attends one. And now, 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave asks Shannon Talon of Edward Don and Company the question of the week. Hi, we're back with Shannon again from Edward Don and Company. And today's question for Shannon is, how does Shannon prepare for a trade show? Shannon, what do you do when, you, when you're getting your game plan together for an NRA show or any, a NAFM show or any of the other shows that you might attend? I'm sure it's quite, uh, quite a lot to it. There is a lot. And uh, there's so many of our supplier partners there, uh, both current and potential. Uh, that it's a balance. We have to make sure uh, that we're touching base with our key supplier partners, looking for what's new, uh, new in their booth, new from a product development standpoint or a technology standpoint. But on the flip side, we're also looking for, are there diamonds in the rough out there? Are there some new uh, players in the game that might have a product or a category of product uh, that is new or meets a need that, that isn't readily available uh, in the market today? Uh, really not just looking for, I think, going into trade shows, we're not just looking for who's got new products because anybody can come out with a new product. It could be a Me Too, uh, it could be something that's not all that innovative. So uh, we're really looking for the most innovative product that's also practical. You can have some, you could have new products that really wow you and are shiny and have cool bells and whistles. Uh, but if it's not a practical application for our customers, it's it's not necessarily going to have that that broader appeal. So not just looking for the new products, but things that are truly innovative. But then also looking for the trends. You know, it's good to take a step back and have a more global perspective on these trade shows to try and see where manufacturers and suppliers are following the same trends uh, because uh, it's incumbent upon us as a distributor in food service and hospitality to make sure we're also educating our sales force and our customers on those trends as well. So you do take time to get around to some of the edges of a show and some of the smaller manufacturers? Absolutely. I think they're just as important as the center sections and the most heavily traveled areas. That's where you find, like I said, some of those diamonds in the rough some of those lesser known brands or, or companies that are up and comers or that might have um, a, a niche product or again, something that's meeting a need that, that's not um, happening today in the market. So those perimeter areas are just as important as the big major booths as well. Now here's Dave with this week's commentary. This week, Dave talks about speed and business and why it is so important. Hi, it's Dave Turner again here and um, back with this week's commentary. In last week's commentary, we talked about the importance of trust and how having trust within a company or brand often translates into speed in business. Organizations and relationships built around trust are generally just quicker in their decision making and therefore are likely to get more done and get it done faster. But is all this speed really necessary? Well, the short answer, of course, is yes. But it's really important to understand the why behind all this necessary speed. When it comes to speed, let's first talk about the competition. 
As the world has grown smaller, companies of all types are finding their competitors are just not the companies in their city or region, but they're all companies all around the world. Improved communication, logistics, and all kinds of other issues are allowing companies to market their goods and services now globally, so now your competitors are likely to come from literally anywhere around the world. Speed is a necessary component when keeping up with potential competitors as you grow your own brand. Understanding competitors and potential competitors and reacting with equal or even better speed is a necessary requirement to defending your brand's turf and growing your brand and company. Another important factor in the why of why speed is important in business is the issue of information transfer. With the World Wide Web being developed in 1989 and then after that the first websites really proliferating in, throughout the mid-90s, digital communication has literally exploded in the past two decades. Today, satellites, fiber optic cables, and the internet network around the globe enables an international flow of data at the speed of light. Events are shared globally in real time over small, handheld smartphones today with the simple ease of pushing a button. So it's no surprise that a restaurant opening or a new product launch that might have taken weeks or months to become known, now that new restaurant, new product is known around the world in minutes. In addition, the culture of communication not so long ago was that of sending a telex, remember those? Or the occasional way too expensive transoceanic phone call. Today we've adapted to where email is not often fast enough, so we must text and call globally via apps like WhatsApp so that we have instant and immediate communication. We speak not in words so much anymore, but in emoji. Now, 60 million emoji are used on Facebook alone every day. Amazing. The issue of logistics has entered into speed as well. Moving products around the globe has never been easier, with global e-commerce giants like Amazon and Alibaba driving much of the increase in speed, innovation, and change. What used to take weeks or months now can be done in days, often with service taking priority over pricing. From shipping product prototypes to pre-launch inventories, tabletop suppliers continue to speed up the logistics process, making more and more products available in shorter and shorter lead times. Product development is another area that has accelerated exponentially within the past handful of years. With 3D printing around since the mid-1980s and now virtual reality being used to develop new products, the time from concept to creation has been compressed from months and years to weeks in nearly all industries. The ability to share designs within global design and production teams is infinitely easier in today's digital world. Increased speed in product development often points companies towards breakthroughs as well in the design of new products and materials. In addition, this significant reduction in time nearly always results in reduced expense, all of this favoring the fast movers and the first followers. When it comes to customer relationships, speed is changing that part of the business as well. More and more customers of all types with questions often are using social media to communicate with companies and are expecting real-time responses within minutes. On a personal note, not long ago, I was on an Emirates air flight and sent a tweet registering a complaint about their onboard Wi-Fi. The response, while I was still in the air, was within minutes. Speed as a part of a company's overall brand DNA profile and culture is an attribute fundamental to success in today's over-communicated, noise-filled world. Business within all areas of hospitality industry, especially the supplier side, are acting exp exponentially faster than even just a few years ago. Speed in decision-making product to develop marketing, customer relationships, organizational change are all critical requirements to success in today's hyper-competitive global economy. Nimble, agile companies who know where they're going 
who properly execute their plan and can respond to opportunistic situations will win the competitive race. Companies embracing the concept of speed and innovation as part of their everyday culture also will attract top customers. And here's a true differentiator these days. They're also likely to attract the top talent. So today, successful companies need to make speed not just a quick decision on this project or this marketing approach, but the idea of agility and moving fast on all levels needs to be part of the company ethos and their ongoing approach to business. Speed, it's one of the attributes we continue to see in successful companies. Well, that's it, everybody. That wraps up today's Seat Yourself podcast. I want to thank Shannon Talon for joining us. And of course, I especially want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in today. And finally, I want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring, in part, this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. This is Dave Turner, and we'll see you next time. But always remember, Tabletop Matters. For more information and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com or email Dave at dt at tabletopjournal.com. Mm-hmm.